Media at SAFM with Ashraf Gardner. Yeah, Sunday morning, two hours of brand communications and your free on-air consultations. Hopefully, you are ready for it. Let's get into it. 0891104207. That's the call-in number. You can uh, SMS me to 34701. And you can tweet at Ashraf Garda. And if you're doing so, use the hashtag Media Show. Looking at some of the comments on Facebook uh, already, um, in terms of my question, for you to give me your ad of the week, which is the one ad that's really been magic for you this week? Well, uh, Manasi is saying the, the DSTV compact advert where the brother tries to talk his way into the neighbor's houses to watch TV. Sometimes, sometimes we do ridiculous things to get what we want. Awesome ad. Nice one. Uh, and then uh, Eloa Luang saying the Cadbury advert of pregnant ladies. Many people like that. Iona Schultz saying, I shop the Checkers Bulldog advert. For once, I can relate to what the advert is trying to bring across and in a lovely, humorous way. I cannot help but smile each time I see the advert and the bulldog is so cute too. Of course, we've done that uh, Cadbury advert and many people certainly seem to be liking it and liking it and liking it. We'll get more comments. You can post comments in terms of your choice for ad of the week uh, via SMS to 34701. In fact, you can do it right away. Let's then get uh, to the issues. We've got three guests as we talk about a very important issue, the issue of digital agencies specifically, and the fact that many of them appear to be bought out by by foreign companies, South African-based agencies now being owned by foreign companies, almost like a a move, acquisitions. Um, Probably in the same way, I'm just thinking about it, how foreign soccer clubs um, were bought out by, by foreigners in England, for example, and the implications thereof, and what does that really mean? So let's talk about it. I've got three guests. We are we'll be joined by Jared Sinman in a few minutes' time. Let's start with Miles Murphy, who's the managing partner at the uh, agency Ligrish uh, Digital. Uh, Miles, good chatting to you. Hi. Hi, Ashraf. How are you doing this morning? I'm, I'm very good indeed. We also have Rob Stokes with us, who's Great. the CEO of Quirk. Hi, Rob. How's it, Ashraf? I'm good indeed. Okay. Miles, let, let's start with you, purely because your company is very topical in the news. There's a, there's a sale that's just taken place. Tell me about that, firstly. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm pleased to, um, to announce on your show, actually, uh, Ashraf, that um, Licorice has just been acquired by Digitas LBI, which is um, one of the world's largest pure digital um, marketing and um, digital a- uh, agency networks. Um, it's really exciting for us. We... Um, we're now on a global on the global stage. They've got offices in in 40, 40 countries around the world, um, seven thousand staff, all pure digital um, experts, and it really puts us into the into into a global league. All right. So so the question is why? Why, why would you? I hear, I hear the word global league, but you know why would you want to sell? It's almost like someone saying, okay, let me sell to Coke. So I'm part of the global league, but then you you lose control, don't you? No, not really. I mean, I'm I'm staying in in control of in, in control of the business, so I'm 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 still running the business. In fact, I'm going to be their um, their African CEO, um, and so my manage they're really buying into our our expert management team, and uh, they saw a real commonality. They 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 have a big global footprint, but they had a gap in Africa, um, and we were their opportunity to be able to to get into the growth that's going in Africa, not just in advertising spend, but also particularly in digital. And the question um, is, can, can and you? So, and so, I think this gives this gives South Africans a, a real, um, a really important role to play in um, in leading the in leading the growth of digital in in, in the world. 
All right, so the question really, and I'll get the thoughts of Rob Stokes as well, is whether it's a good thing for South African companies to be sold, and it appears to be digital, appears to be number one on this one, whether it's okay for South African companies to be sold to, to global players uh, and what the implications are for the South African industry. So, Rob, Rob Stokes, what, what are your thoughts about it? Look, I think, uh, I think a healthy M&A market is, is, is a sign of a healthy market. So, all entrepreneurs need liquidity events to encourage them to be entrepreneurs. So... We can't take that away. Uh, from a quirk perspective, um, we did our deal with WPP because we saw great things for our business. Um, and in fact, you know, we've had, we've got other businesses that we started over the years that have, um, had opportunities to sell where we haven't sold because we haven't seen great things for our business. So for us, it was a one plus one equals three. It may sound cliche, but it was uh, very much the case. Uh, it gives our staff access to great people, access to a broader network, gives our clients uh, a bit more leverage across the African continent. It's a no-brainer, really. So, okay, you say no-brainer. Some are critical to say, why, why? you know, the implications there of this, again, we, we're almost just, just a franchise of a multinational, global multinational company. Why do we want to be that? What's wrong with that? I don't know. Some are, some are suggesting there could be a problem with that. That means... It's important for South African companies. It's important for South African companies to build their own agencies, to grow their own agencies, and hopefully acquire others from other countries as opposed to the other way around. Why? Well, well, you, you give me the counter argument. What, what, you know, if someone told you that, you'd you'd say well, what? I, to I, them? Need, I need to. I need to understand the market, the argument, because from my side, as long as it doesn't limit competition, which it clearly does. The five tenants of, of pure competition, um, no M&A activity in this market could even come close to limiting any of those. As I said, it gives entrepreneurs liquidity events. And actually, what South Africa needs more than anything else, apart from education, which we really need, is entrepreneurs. And you need to give entrepreneurs carrots. And the liquidity event is, is a pretty critical carrot for an entrepreneur. Um, and, and certainly for myself, I mean, look, I'm, I'm going to be a for many years to come, but um, having a bit of liquidity does allow me to contribute in, into the economy in other ways. Apart from the actual business that I'm running and the start that I, I, I'll be able to invest in other businesses, help other businesses grow, all of that leads to job creation. So, yes, absolutely, the, the equity of this particular vehicle um, may no longer sit wholly within South Africa, but I don't think that's economically damaging in any way. I think quite the contrary, I guess. Get a, we'll get a Ashraf, can I, can yes, I, can please, I, can please, I jump in, Ashraf? Yes, Miles, go I, ahead. I've got a... I've got a point of view on why it's, on why it's really good. So, um, just actually before, a couple of days before the deal was consummated, um, I, I started, our, our team started getting involved with Digitas LBI to help them on a global pitch for, um, for some work for GlaxoSmithKline. Um, and, and, you know, they, they needed our expertise, particularly in the mobile, in the mobile area in developing markets. Um, and I flew over to New York and helped them with that pitch. Um, my creative director helped a lot and, uh, my, my strategist, um, and we went in with them and 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 pitched for this big global piece of business and won. Um, now we wouldn't have had that opportunity had we not been part of this part of this deal. So that that de- this deal gives South Africans and and you know the experts that that I employ an opportunity to be on to play on a global scale that they wouldn't have if they were part of this deal. All right, so, so you're saying access then to global market and global input and global expertise is critically important. I want to get the thoughts yeah, on... Yeah, and, they, and yeah. The, other, the other thing is our clients, most of our clients are global clients, and they're, they're actually asking for us to be part of, to be part of a global network. So, so, so their, their point of view is they want 
Um, they want to have um, agencies that, particularly digital agencies, that are plugged into a network that, that are of the same sort of global scale that they are. And so if we didn't do deals like this, we wouldn't, we wouldn't you know, they'd, they'd turn to somebody else. And, and that, would, that would shut off huge opportunities for the local talent. And so I think it's actually really a real positive for, for local talent in South Africa. And, and it particularly helps, helps is, is important for South Africans because it's going to, um, to put us on, on as lead, in, as the, as the um, port, a port of call for, for the rest of Africa. So I think it's a huge positive opportunity for South Africans. Okay, that's your views. What about uh, others? Are you listening? You you listening to the conversation, and you feel that uh, yes, it, it actually makes absolute sense. It's important that uh, South African companies allow themselves to be acquired by foreign companies. In fact, it gives them access to bigger markets, to bigger expertise, to funding as well as has been alluded to. Or do you find, as some people suggest, take the other view, the the almost deny the colonial uh, view to say, don't deal with people on the outside. We need to grow South African companies. How can we do so? So, in fact. My question to you is, is it a good thing or a bad thing? Good or bad, South African companies being bought out by global players. Uh, your thoughts, and you can SMS to 34701. If you wish to call in, always take short, sharp calls, 0891-104-207. And the option to tweet is always there. And that's uh, tweets to at, at, uh, at Ashraf Garda. Also use the hashtag media show. Uh, we'll go to KGM in a minute. I want to bring in a, a third guest, Jared Sinman, who's the MD of Native. Hi, Jared. Hi, Ashraf, how are you? Thank you for, for your time. Right. Jared, of course, we started without you. Your, your thoughts on, 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 on the broader aspect of South African companies selling to global players, your opinion? Um, I mean, I think it's an inevitability. I think that, uh, that as the world globalizes, um, you know, the notion of companies being owned only in, in, the, in which they exist uh, starts to go away. And I think our industry is very much just a part of of a of an international trend that's that's bigger than we are. So I don't think it's I'm not sure whether it's good or bad. I think it is just the way the world is. So you think it is rather inevitable. Okay, let's get let's get to one or two of the callers to KGM uh in Cape Town. Go ahead, KGM. Good good morning, Ashraf. Good morning, good morning to your to your guest. Thank you. Uh, um Ashraf, it's a bad thing to start with. Um it's a bad thing because you know the the, the um, diminishing process for the African identity, not only at, at the human capacity, but also economically. For, for the for the entrepreneurs, it's it's a perfect thing. I mean, they they get money in their pockets. But let's face it, wh- what value are we adding to the so-called global space? Are we adding any value? No, we've been swallowed. If you look at the policies, if you look at the rules and regulations of these companies, and there's quite a number of them. These deals that has, uh, have happened over the, the years, since, especially since, since the dawn of democracy, Ashraf, it, it's, it's, it's actually the other way around. It's, it's these countries, multinational companies coming from uh, the, the, the affluent countries in the world, taking over our companies and insisting on their policies on our ground, on our Okay, but, but, but when they do, to do so, they also invest money. There, there's, a, there's a purchase. It's not for free. They invest money into that company. And it means that's money that can be used by the company to to improve themselves, and of course, there's more potentially more employees. What, what's wrong with that? Ashraf, I am an entrepreneur just like your guest, and I refused two of those offers. When I looked at the details of those offers, and I'm with due respect to their to their deals, I'm not preview to to to, to the deal itself, which which could make me to to be prejudiced in in a way. 
But but in, in my case, when I looked at the deals that were proposed to me, it was a question of get the money in your pocket. You can go all over the world. It doesn't really benefit the country. I'm a patriot at heart. I need a deal that is going to benefit the country in the true sense of the word. Watch my Ashab, let's have this show next year, this time around. Invite the very same guests, see what they would have done in South Africa, what, whether they will be in South Africa or elsewhere. I know of guys like, like, like us in the industry who have gotten the, these wonderful deals, ultimately relocate, take the very same money that is so-called invested in the country, and they take it elsewhere. Okay, let's, let's see what others think about it. Thanks for that call, uh, KGM. In fact, before I get back to my guests, let's get one more call from Cape Town. Stephen on the line, hi. Hi. Yes, Stephen, go ahead. Hi, yeah, um, I think it's a, it's, it's not a bad thing. Um, or, it's not either like a bad thing or a good thing. It can be, it depends on the company, how it operates, what its contentions are. It depends on the decision makers in the company that got bought out. I mean, maybe, maybe they just want to leave the country. Or maybe they really want to invest back in the country. And I think we export um, intellectual property from South Africa. I've got friends who are working at Google, Microsoft, Amazon, Facebook, like all from Cape Town, all educated here, mm-hmm. working at high levels in these big, big international IT companies. So I think it's great that, like, this, this company has got, a, like, a foot in the door and become part of this international group, you know? Um, I mean, obviously, it's different in each industry. It's got its own case, but, but like, it does, it will, obviously, help... Um, that company survives and gives and um, put money back into into this economy, which is which is important. I mean, I'm also in IT. We're also an international company, but we're based in South Africa. Our development group is um, with all the actual technical people, and you know, we we're making partnerships. I'm very glad we haven't mm. got bought out by anyone because I quite like ha- having autonomy, but. But, I mean, uh, obviously, it depends on how well you're doing and, and where, where the of opportunities course. are. But when you say that's the point, thanks for that call. Somebody say autonomy is one thing, but autonomy means sometimes you can't grow. And, and is that, if that's important to you, then go for that. But it does mean you can't uh, grow. Let's get back to my three guests. So we're talking about agency buyouts in specifically the digital marketing agencies, but it doesn't have to be just be that. We're looking at marketing in general as well. So if you want to give input, certainly feel free to do so. Are we asking whether it's, it's a good thing or or a bad thing. It appears to be a trend and a growing trend at that. I've got three guests. You've um, Miles Murphy's with me, the managing partner at Ligris uh, Digital, and as you've heard earlier, just been bought out now by a, a big, probably one of the biggest in the world digital agencies. I'll talk about that later. Jared Sinman is well with me, the MD of Native, and Rob Stokes is the CEO of uh, of Quirk. Uh, Rob, let's go, let's go back to you. You've heard the comments of uh, of, of of KGM. He's almost suggesting what 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 value is there for. Uh, for the bigger companies, but also what value is there for South Africa? And as you answer that, uh, there's there's a sense amongst some people, right? Uh, and I want to pick up this comment from Melvin uh, tweeting, saying, problems in such deals, executives get paid global scales, but ordinary workers local scales. Is, is, that, is that off the mark? Yes, that's way off the mark. I wish. <laughs> I think <laughs> your last, your last yeah. call actually is a nail on the head. It's very situational. Um, you know, if, if an entrepreneur takes the cash and leaves the country, which he'll struggle to do with change controls, then, yeah, then there is um, capital leaving South Africa. But I've not found that to be the case in a single one of these acquisitions. Uh, in every case that I've seen, the entrepreneurs have stayed and have stimulated the economy. Mm. Is, is, there, is there pressure? Give me your thoughts in terms of your, your industry, the broader industry, and maybe even South African government. Is, is there pressure from a government point of view to, to not sell? Or is it, in fact, 
Is it being encouraged? Rob, give me your thoughts first. I'll, I'll get to Miles um, after that. Look, I'll, I'll say that the Competition Commission doesn't make it easy. Uh, that was quite a challenge for us. Um, but I don't think governments really, not from what I've seen, have a point of view either way. Okay. Uh, Miles, just give, give me your thoughts on that. Well, I mean, I think if you compare the, you compare the rules for, um, uh, for acquisitions in, for example, South Africa versus Nigeria, um, Nigeria has very strict um, rules in terms of um, ownership um, by foreign companies in, in the marketing services industry, and it restricts, I think, to 25%. And what that does is it actually depresses the market. It depresses salaries um, for, for, for staff in, the, in that market because there's not a, there's, you know, there's less of a market for the skills and for the, and for, and for the, and, and, and for the businesses. Um, and I, th- I think the other thing is that it's a real testament to the skills in the marketing, you know, in the creative industries in South Africa and in the tech industry in South Africa that these big, you know, some of the best, biggest, you know, multinationals are, are acquiring here. That shows that, that we've got great skills and it means that those businesses are investing here. Um, and they don't just come and buy and buy a business, you know, just to. They buy a business and they they, they put money down because they they want to grow it. Um, they don't. So so they're actually they're actually putting their money where their mouth is to say that they believe in South African skills. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a fantastic you know, fantastic news for all of us. Okay, which what that does, is, which, as I which, said before, that allows us to grow and hire more people and do even greater work. Okay, which for some people is important because when we talk about you know, uh, foreign companies investing in a country is a barometer of, of the country's uh, importance, stability, as well as uh, preference in terms of international trade. That's critical. Though. You can either do that by somebody aiding you with help, or the other one is just actual investment, something, a point made by Nelson Mandela just upon his release as well. Some other comments we've had. I am for protecting our business. Globalization is no different from recolonization. Uh, and the control of other countries and companies, investment should have clear guidelines from Corsi. South Africa wants it both ways. They don't want foreign companies here, but if I write a book or a film or a CD, I want the whole world to be my oyster. For heaven's sake, entrepreneurs, they want no competition. Uh, Wendy's saying the Chakas Bulldog is out of the year. Never mind the week, just by the way. Let's get back then to, to Jared Sinman of, of uh, Native. I mean, Jared, maybe you can give us an idea of, of how... You know, and I mean, the whole digital industry, even in South Africa, is, is, is a relatively new industry. How, in fact, foreign investment, uh, foreign acquisitions has changed the industry for the better? Well, I mean, I think, so, So, you know, some stuff's already been mentioned around a, a show of confidence. I think that um, that there's a few things to understand. I think, first of all, these deals are not done. They're not like somebody walks into the tech book and buys a company and and that's it. There's, a, there's an earn-out process in place, which means that, um, you have to perform as a business. You have to perform at a certain level in order to in order to actually earn the money that you earn the value that you that you're selling the business for. Um, and these guys also expect you to be a beyond that to be a very healthy and a very thriving business. And, uh, and there is no um, there's no quick money in this. It's a it's a process um, and it's a slow process and it's a process designed um, for for the businesses doing the acquisition to end up with a healthy thriving. Um, business at the end, they don't want to buy something that uh, where the where the founders are going to leave and where the thing collapses. So I think that um, you know it's important to understand uh, it's not it's not kind of uh, an acquisition, not kind of what people imagine it is. It, it, in many ways, it's a way of 
of, of in a structured way, encouraging your business to actually do better than it was doing prior to the acquisition. And I think that that is good news for for everyone in the business, um, for the founders as well as for, for potential staff and for customers. Well, by the way, we're talking about uh, James Foley just after 9.30. Some people asking that question. Of course, we'll talk about that and just, just how it's been played out in the media and the issue of social uh, media once again. But uh, for another five minutes, let's stay with the issue of digital agencies and buyouts and whether it's a good thing or not. Now, R- Rob Stokes, the point made, I think this is by Jared earlier on, that in fact, buyouts uh, by, by foreign companies in this industry in particular is, is absolutely inevitable. Is, is it as clear-cut as that? It is. I mean, the, the, the global marketing, advertising, communications industry is, is controlled, if you can call it that. Um, as far as you can control a very fragmented market, there's probably about six or seven um, global holding companies. And, um, you know, big global brands want to deal with global networks. So in that respect, it is an inevitability. And in Africa, is obviously an important uh, growth market for global brands. And so those networks are going to try and extend their reach into Africa in this case, through South Africa. So I think it's an inevitability. And I think, you know, if you just take a step back and you just look at the economics of globalization, um, you can either fight it or you can embrace it. And I think if South Africa wants to be a strong participant in the global economy, we have to embrace it. We've just got no choice. So uh, you're saying in fact... 200 years from now, we will have a global market. And either we're going to be an island in that market or we're going to be a key participant. Okay, so you, you say you wouldn't advise anyone to fight it, right? Look, I think you've got to get the right deal for your business, for your people, for your shareholders, etc., etc. Um, and, and certainly with Quirk, we fought very hard for that. I mean, we've had acquisition opportunities for the last five years, and we've turned them all until we, we got a deal that, that really benefited all of our stakeholders. Um, so it's not, a, it's not a quick decision, but there's often a, a situation where it can make a lot of sense uh, for the people involved and, and for the economy, I believe. Let's say in, in your case, just staying with that, selling then to to WPP. How has it changed the South African industry? Because obviously one thing is the, is the deal between the two of you, but also you want to suddenly be in a position where uh, you can impact dramatically on the local industry. How, how has that happened? Look, I think it's, it's, it's largely access to intellectual property. Uh, as, as an independent agency, albeit a large one, um, we're very much isolated uh, into our own system, um, which... You know, it's a substantial one, but nevertheless, it's not, uh, it's not a global system. And, you know, we've got a lot of clients that want to make inroads into Africa. And for us, our deal, a key part of our deal was enabling us to offer our clients, uh, better access to those markets, uh, through partnerships within WPP. You know, so if I look, for example, at, at uh, one of our larger clients, which is the Stell, mm. uh, big South African, um, organization, but really wanting to, to grow into Africa, and they need a partner that can help them do that. We are now in a much better position to help them do that. Okay, I, I think that, that point is critically important. Ultimately, it's not even about the agency, it's the customer that decides, and they want you to have access to foreign markets and, and foreign expertise, and if you don't have that, goodness, you're out of business. Miles Murphy, let, let's then talk about, uh, yeah, let, let's then talk about that. Would you say then, in, in the light of what we've just discussed, that when, when a digital agency now is, is, is formed, in fact, you do that with that in mind, that with the end in mind, that inevitably you're actually hoping it's going to be acquired. In fact, not just hoping, you plan for it to be acquired by a foreign agency. I'm Ashraf, I'd love to say that, that, you know, that, that my life and my career has been that sort of plan. Um, when it comes down to it, you know, most of the best decisions I've made, I can't say I've, I've thought 10 years ahead. Um, so I'd, I'd be arrogant, I think, if I, if I said that. 
Um, look, you know, I, I, I set up I set up Licorice because I saw an opportunity to take um, the, the skills that I had in terms of understanding digital markets from 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 Europe and the States and and, and brought that to South Africa. Um, yeah, I'm I'm pleased that I've been able to create a business that has over 120 staff offices in Cape Town, Joburg, and Durban. Um, clients like Unilever, um, Sunlum, mm-hmm. SAB, um, and and you know, but so that wasn't you know that wasn't necessarily uh, um, the, the the you know the vision when when I started. Um, but you know, as 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 Rob um, and Jared both said, you know, I, as the years have rolled by. Um, it's become clear that, that my clients, you know, wanted a, you know, loved working with us, but also wanted wanted us to to go to the next level and wanted access to those global markets and whatnot, wanted access to that global IP. Um, the, the the deal that we've now just done with with DigitalBI, you know, gives us access to to you know to to Facebook and Google direct in in Silicon Valley, which you know we wouldn't have that kind of access as a um, uh, previously, it gives us it gives us to, um, access to you know, seven thousand developers around the world. It gives us access to you know tools and, and intellectual property that that you know we, we've got we've got some great stuff ourselves. But it gives us you know, even more and puts us onto a, an even an even better an even better. Um, okay, well, I'll tell you what, if that makes South Africa even better. Maybe there's nothing wrong with that from some point of view. Let's just get to final thoughts in 30 seconds each with, uh, let's start with Jared, uh, Jared Simon, just, just some final thoughts from you? Yeah, I just uh, just on your last point, I mean, I think that, uh, that the idea of being able to start an agency with an intention to sell it to an international company is kind of a is a quick way to make money. I think that's the idea of someone who's never tried to run an agency. Mm. It's, not a, it's, not a, it's not the kind of business you would do that with. You have to have a passion for the business. And I think that that passion will end whether you've done a deal or not. And I think that that's uh, ultimately big companies are buying businesses that have the futures, not ones where people are trying to make quick money. Okay, well, that's a good point there. Rob Stokes, just your final thoughts, 30 seconds. Um, yeah, I, I think, um, yeah, as Jared said, you don't, you, don't, you don't start an agency to sell it. It just happens to be an, a potential outcome. You've got to have a healthy business for it to be saleable. Um, but what, once again, I come back to the, to the economics of it. Um, if South Africa wants to be globally competitive, we have to play in a global marketplace. And, and using just that Pistel example once again, um, if Pistel wants to compete in markets outside of South Africa, they've got to have the best partner. Um, we now feel through our deal, and they do as well, that they now have a better partner, enabling them to better compete. And, and that, of course, has a knock-on effect to the South African economy. And, All these things are very interlinked, and I don't think can be looked at in isolation. Of course, and hopefully still to retain that South African flavor. Well, they have to, otherwise they'd obviously lose market share in this country. Why would they invest in that? Thanks so much for your time, Rob. Uh, really appreciate it. In fact, all three of you, Rob Stokes from uh, Quirk, Jared Sinman of Native, and before that, Miles Murphy, uh, the managing partner at Ligurish uh, Digital. Now, you just heard that. So, Quirk, of course, uh, well, being bought out by JWT. Then before that, we had draft FCB. Uh, buying a Hello Computer, and um, now you've just heard that Digital LBI acquiring uh, Ligrish, which uh, makes, well, they, of course, Digital LBI is the world's biggest digital agency. Uh, so that's significant in terms of what may happen next. Thanks, all three of you guys. We'll get into the issues of the media coverage around James Foley, but, but the very important issues around uh, protection of journalists when they're out into troubled war zones and the other issue the social media aspect of what's come through let's get firstly to something that's very global ironically the youth olympics in china here's manfred seidler